Last week on the Glass Cannon Podcast. Troy, um, <clears throat> just wanted to check in. I'm getting from your tone, you're not rooting for us right now. No. <laughs> you seem sad. No, no, no. Who are your friends? With one of their own stranded down below. Nestor has been waiting for this. His anger has just been building as he's been climbing this ladder at top speed. The party turned to the chief defender. Sweet! Bigger, 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 sweet! <laughs> To end the battle. 26 points of damage on the first attack. And it falls. Oh, yeah! But the war is far from over. You are lawless. You deserve to die. Nalgrith watches you. And the Blood God will have his payment. The adventure continues. Oh, he's been cursed. Now. Last week was a special week. It was a real special week here for the Glass Cannon Podcast because it was the week that we finally broke iTunes. <laughs> Stop saying iTunes. It's so yeah. embarrassing You're to our so company. old. What is it called? Apple Podcasts. Back in my day, it was called iTunes. <laughs> Back in my day, it's called iTunes. And the be- T was lowercase. I can't believe we broke real media player after all these years. <laughs> <laughs> real media player. My Zoom wow. is useless. My Zoom is useless. <laughs> Your uh, Rio MP3 player has no power here. <laughs> I, I found an old uh, business card I had made for Metagame Theory. And it was like, Joe O'Brien, producer, host, da-da-da. And one of the links was like, Twitter. Uh, uh, I can't remember what the second one was. And Zune. It was like a Zune link. <laughs> I was just like, oh, this is oh, so man. pathetic. I don't Wait. even know what Zune is. Oh, it was an iTunes. It was an iTunes link and a Zune link. <laughs> Do you guys not listen to podcasts via Kazaa? <laughs> Kazaa. <laughs> I, I don't use. Google. I find pirated MP3s of all the podcasts I listen to and download <laughs> that and malware together. Yeah, LimeWare. I'm a big LimeWare Lime podcast listener. I, I like uh, my search engine of choice is Ask Jeeves. <laughs> <laughs> underrated. Very, really, really underrated. If you got a question? Just ask Jeeves. Really, I'm just. I'm just so Alta Vista. Alta Vista. I'm, I'm hooked on keywords. <laughs> <laughs> I just. I can't type in the whole address. Just give me that sweet AOL. Keyword. I'm good to go. <laughs> well, we did break Apple Podcasts. I mean, I don't think we broke it. We knew that this day was coming. And uh, to Joe's credit, Joe is always like, What are we going to do, man, once we get over 300 episodes? And so a couple weeks ago, we were looking at it and we found a, a handful of podcasts that have more than 300 episodes on iTunes. Um, Stop and, iTunes. Or Apple Podcasts, whatever the fuck it's called. And so we Call were like, It looks like it's. <laughs> <laughs> You've got, it, you've got it right. You just... I tr- <laughs> oh my Wasn't God. it used, used to be called iTunes? It used to be. Yeah. Well. <laughs> Several years ago. Do we, so we, when we said on our so early episodes, so like, make sure you leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. We didn't. We said iTunes. Yes, because it was called and iTunes it, then. then. And we the, haven't asked for those the, in a long so time. So the app is called Apple Podcasts too, huh? We should actually ask. If you haven't rated us, on head over to Apple Podcasts. Yeah. Well, drop the, a rating. The main the, point of this story is... Episode one is no longer on there. And now that you listen to this, this, episode two is no longer on there either. And that's a real bummer. Um, But it's completely our fault. It is. And it's easily solved. You just refuse to solve it. Well, I'm going to have to solve it. If I haven't already solved it by the time this episode is out, we have to start a new feed that'll be called like OG episodes or something. But that feed will have the same problem eventually. No, it won't. What are you talking about? We literally just have to change our host. The feed stays the same. Nothing changes for anyone. It's and not, all the episodes are on there. No, it's not. It's not a blueberry problem. It isn't. Okay. Yeah, it, it really isn't. Uh, that surprises me. Yeah. I 
I completely disagree. I, I don't want to talk uh, talk tales about uh, Bluebird because <laughs> it doesn't seem like there's any good podcast hosting out there. Uh, but I quite love where, I'm, where my podcast is being. I know, and we have Cyquist Side Session on there and Wicked Empire. But the, the point of this is it's not a hosting problem. It's an iTunes problem. iTunes, iTunes is dead. It's not iTunes. Apple Podcasts, <laughs> whatever the hell it is, is they only accept 300 episodes. But the app shows all the episodes however your feed reader can only it'll only put i'm not 100 percent sure how it works but it's not a blueberry problem so is it stopping the first bunch of episodes at the beginning or is it cutting it off at the end if you're listening to this right now episode one and two are gone wow and that sucks but they're on our website they are on our website but if you're a new listener which we get millions of every week i want you to listen start at episode one and i want you to listen to our new intro that i put in there a while back and now it's just it's not in the feed this is an easily solved problem that is, you're wrong, and someone is going to write and tell us all about how to fix so it. So if I switch nice. over our podcast to Anchor, you think that all 300 episodes 100%. will be there. I, because how do, how do other podcasts have more than 300 episodes? I read on Apple Podcasts. no less than 20 articles yesterday that was like iTunes or Apple Podcasts stops at 300 episodes. But we saw it with our own eyes. We did. <laughs> but. But. Someone I, I was and reading I saw about this Blueberry as well. say they limit to 300 episodes. It's not a Blueberry thing. I really don't think it is. But it's also, uh, by the way, it has to be a Blueberry thing because it's not. Episode one is gone from every podcast app, not just Apple Podcasts. Right. It's gone from Spotify. It's gone from Overcast. It's gone from uh, Podbean, if that's your thing. Yeah, we do get uh, some Podbean reviews every once in a while. I'll get an email. Get a hot Podbean review. Got podcast got a new review on Podbean. Well, it sucks. And. Uh, I mean, yeah, I'm happy to migrate the feed. That's super easy to do and doesn't take uh, hours of my life away. It actually was very simple when I did it. What, what were you migrating? A feed of four fucking episodes? Super <laughs> <laughs> simple. What are, wow. what are you doing with, every th- with e- each episode? You're not changing anything. It's the same content. Dude, we migrated from Squarespace square square to Blueberry. I, I almost killed myself. It's so Blueberry? such a pain in the ass. Blueberry to Anchor is seamless. Well, but just so we're clear, want to believe that. Just so we're clear, and then you're going to go on the website and change all of the uh, the the players that are Blueberry players on every single episode of the show. That will take that will take a minute. However, you just pointed out, no one goes to our website. No one goes to the. Luckily, it'll only take one minute. (laughs) And then you also, of course, have the time that you have to change every apostrophe to uh, back from an ampersand and like four characters uh and every e becomes like an a e diphthong yeah it's a very strange uh no this is what troy is afraid of that it's going to foul up every title every description formatting all it'll be like a stuff. ampersand pound exclamation point just every time there's a t you just have to go in and fix the t's <laughs> listen i i hope that by the time someone is listening to this 297 this has been solved and it's not a problem <laughs> But I have made it. If it's not, I I would be willing to bet you cash right now that someone's going to write in and be like, this is very easily solved. And here's the, here's how. Well, see, here's the thing is I'm complaining about it in a way that hopefully I can outsource the problem to someone that will do the work for <laughs> us to be like, yo, idiot, you just need to do right. this. They uh, will. So please write in uh, because we can't figure it out. Can we talk about a big change that you successfully executed? And that is the change from the Red Sox hat to the New York Giants hat today. Oh, oh you like that, man. It's feeling feeling like fall now. It's a little chill in the air. Yep. Joe said I look like a dad. now. <laughs> yeah, I bought I bought one for Archer and I, uh, Dash's head is going to grow by the time the, I order it and it arrives, so I didn't get him one, but uh, you look like You look like an undercover cop that hasn't done yeah. a very good job. That's what it is. <laughs> yeah. Excuse me, do you know Hello. where I could buy drugs? Hello, Hello football fans. <laughs> Does anyone sell cannabis around here? <laughs> yeah. I'm stretching it out. I don't know if my head's gotten fatter or what, but no, you uh, look like, it a little tight. You look like an offensive coordinator. You look like a yeah, quality right control with the headphones on. You just need a pencil out the side of the headphone uh, over your ear i used to have writing utensils oh here we go yeah let's be right yeah this is gonna you be just good. need like a giant ipad and to be screaming at a six foot five 300 yeah pound let's man. go trap left right hawkeye blue seven on two troy and you have to constantly reach down at your belt like something's not working on the thing can we get you a giant laminated sheet that you can scream yeah. and put it in front of your mouth <laughs> <laughs> That'd be fun. Uh, I think uh, that would improve all of our experience. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
Whenever you get mad, just put the pull this laminated sheet up in front of your face. <laughs> you know, it would be fun to have a co-GM that just sends me plays because I can never focus oh, on yeah. tactics. I'm just focusing on like a million other things. Someone up in the booth. Someone to be like, oh, okay, all right, I'll cast, I'll cast greater. They could sit up there at the, the right? upper level in the studio. That here. would be amazing. Yeah, have a co-GM that just feeds tactics like into your ear. Right. Like a producer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, you have this ability that you're totally ignoring right now. Oh, that's a good call. All right, so move 15 feet to the right. That would be fun. I'm sure that wouldn't make you furious at all. <laughs> I'd be waving them off. No, no, I got this. Calling an audible. <laughs> We're going for it. We're going. For it. I'm ready in action. This is uh, this is getting to the end here. End of uh, the march to 300 and the end of this series. And uh, it's definitely not stressful at all, and uh, not a ton of work. I was uh, lamenting uh, to Joe and Skid when they came in today because I came in like an hour and a half before everybody else just to stare at paint drying and i was looking at one encounter not even one encounter one creature in one encounter that you might face uh not even today but just in the future and i stared at it for 45 minutes and i still don't feel like i fully understand what to do or i'm just not that i fully don't understand but like i know that like if you walked in that combat today i'd forget four things on there that are just super super simple uh this is uh this is getting chunky yeah. Yeah. It's really hard when you get to this part of the game because it just gets so, the complexity just multiplies and multiplies. And it just, it, yeah, it's hard. It, like, it takes away from some of the role playing opportunities, mm-hmm. I feel like. And, and just, and the prep, it just gets so much more stressful. You know, for characters too, like Joe was talking about, it's just like, oh, I have this ability, like abilities that you just lose track of and like they could make they a difference buried. in a fight. And, yeah. I mean, it literally, there's another way. It's just, there's a way to write this character uh, as opposed to like a nice one sheet with everything really tiny. There's a way to, to write this character that it could just, it could land on in front of you in 50 pages. You know, like this, just this huge document explaining yeah. the details of every one of your abilities and how they work and where they would work. That like you have to have that fucking memorized when you sit down to play. Right. It's like, yeah, I feel like with Sir Will, he's got so many fun abilities that I feel like in the heat of playing on mic, I'm going to forget yeah. some small thing that he can do at a certain point that could help somebody. And they might die because I forgot it. Yeah. Right. It's, it's stressful. And then you're an idiot for forgetting. <laughs> right. And then, you, totally. yeah, then you're stupid. Exactly. What, what I was saying is like at this level. Uh, you, this, it's intended, the game is intended this way, that this is the only character in your life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like in your life, this is the character you are devoted to at 16th level, because it takes all of your time and energy to really remember everything that they can do. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it's tough. Yeah. And we also don't have a lot of experience playing this even unrecorded. Right. Like when I sit down to prep a CR 18 encounter, I'm like, wow, I've never done this. Yeah. <laughs> this is a lot. You're, of- yeah, you're seeing feats that are the end of a feat tree that you're just like, wow, <laughs> what is greater improved weapon engineering? <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah. We'd, we'd be happy to accept the Storm Tyrant surrender if you just want to roll. Yeah, I mean, it would really just be my surrender. Like, I just take my uh, queen and tilt it over. Uh, <laughs> we can, I mean, can role play that as long as you want. <laughs> well, yeah, you know, it's, it, it, it's, it, the added stress is that we just have so much else going on, like ending androids and aliens. Mm-hmm ending this but then throwing in episode 300 on top of it and then all the other shows we we put on it's like uh it's just a lot and i'm not complaining about it because we we love what we do and we're touring um but uh yeah it's 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 stressful because i want it to be good you know i want it to be good i don't want to make mistakes um well yeah that's what it is for me too it's like the combination of wanting to have good story and good role-playing uh while also never forgetting a thing on this massive list Mm -hmm. uh, of of like small details uh i just don't want to forget anything yeah it's tricky 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 but last week i mean talk about complicated i think it went uh, as smooth as it can be when uh for the largest initiative tracker i've ever seen no exaggeration uh you guys came out of it virtually unscathed uh after killing a dozen orcs some more powerful than others and this yapotriel uh this runaway uh porcine monstrosity uh and then as the last orc uh, perished. Uh, he he cursed Baron, and I said this as we were prepping. I think you guys were like what happened last week. I'm like like dying orc cursed Baron, and Graham was like, I don't see anything on my sheet. I'm like, well, it's a flavor curse. It wasn't a real uh, bestow curse. 
but maybe it was. Maybe Grant himself will be cursed by this. Oh, a real-life curse. A real-life curse. But now you're standing in this room. You've got a door leading to the south, a door leading to the west, and a stairway leading somewhere. And I can't remember if it's north or if it's up or down. I want to say it's up. No, I think it was... No, that's the stairway that uh, Sir Will trotted up, right? Yes, yeah, all right, that's good. right. Thank God. All right, so there's only two doors. Uh, I have... I've prepped every possibility. Okay. <laughs> uh, you can also surrender if you want. Just let the storm tyrant take over the world. Uh, but yeah, let's never let that happen. Let's see what you want to do here. Did, did you search the bodies and shit? I don't even remember. If no, you, no. no. Uh, we just, we only had time for the curse. You only had time for the, uh, for the actual curse. We All right. only had time for the, the curse. The blood God is going to be haunting Baron's steps. Uh, well, Let's talk about the big guy, the uh, the general. His name was General Numarak. God, he had some cool shit. This is one of those things that, like, because uh, I made fun of uh, human fighters so much early on. Uh, this was a 15th level fighter. And, like, I get it now. I get it. But uh, it's still a lot of work. You've got to, like, decide early on. I'm going to be this type of fighter. And that's uh, all you are forever. Right. I'm going to work on my improved impaling critical so that by 15th level, a uh, gunslinger can kill me in two rounds. <laughs> he had a potion to cure serious wounds. <laughs> and here's a good thing. These worked are, on that as well. <laughs> these are uh, medium creatures, so you don't have to worry about resizing armor and everything. If there's something you like, you can use it. This dude had a potion of cure serious. I'm not going to have you roll uh, spellcraft anymore. Um, really? Yeah. The rest of the adventure? Yeah, for the rest of the adventure, unless it's an artifact. Can I get unless. that in writing? Yeah, no. They're going to kill you on the boards for that. <laughs> as, <laughs> they're going to kill you on the book. As already discussed, I don't have a pencil. Do we remember what our currently <laughs> unidentified items are? Because we've been failing some of those. And I, we were lamenting the idea of like not having a wand of identify. They're all artifacts. Okay. Uh, you know, it's, it's, I do this on the live show, too. Like Sometimes heavy roll, sometimes... I don't really care. Uh, also, like this gear, it's not like, well, I can't wait to get back to True Now and sell it for the next adventure. doesn't matter at this point. You're either going to use it or you're not. That's what I said. And I got some shit for it. Yeah. I was basically like, this is pointless. Let's just not even catalog the gear. If we truly can never leave the castle. I like having... I like having a ledger at the end of the adventure, assuming you survive. I'm just like saying, oh, now my character is worth uh, 300,000 gold pieces. And just picturing their lives from that point forward. Yeah. What kind of interest they'll earn. Just like crazy rich. Yeah. I love thinking about that. Let me ask you this, Skid. No one is more equipped to answer this question than you. When Bilbo returns uh, to the Shire Mm -hmm. after the events of The Hobbit, We'll say the 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 real the real version, not the movie version. Uh, what level do you think Bilbo would be? Oh wow, that's a good question. <laughs> yeah, at the end of the, I mean, that's what, he's got a lot of treasure in there. Yeah, I think he because the the dwarves they give him his share because I think he's like has got a one thirteenth share, but mm-hmm. I think he really comes back with like two like small chests of treasure that gets kind of blown up in the public perception, uh, the imagination in in Hobbiton. Yeah, but I think he's probably like. 11, 12, 13. 12, 13. Yeah. Yeah, so he caps out at 13. Yeah. Because it's, it's a full adventure, but it's not really long. Yeah. That's why I, I would have said eight. Eight. I was targeting eight. Yeah, he did have 12 companions. Yeah, they really a lot got of XP divided. split there. Do they give him the XP for smog? <laughs> Uh, well, I think he depends on the GM. I think he would get a lot. He would get a yeah. I think uh, he would get a lot of uh, XP for the role play that he did with Smog. Yeah, yeah. He had so, a treasure chest full of bottle caps. Does I he think he would get that? XP as though he defeated him in combat. <laughs> I think that's what he would get, and that's like that's that'll huge. put him to that's twelve. Huge. That's like four levels right there. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> I, I think about it. that sometimes with Joe's characters that are particularly intent on holding and making sure they do the right thing and doing nothing like. He gets full XP for that battle? Yeah. <laughs> it's, it, it is interesting. I, I enjoy I enjoy giving out individual experience and not just dividing everything equally down the yeah. line. I like giving experience for not defeating a creature. I like it for a specific thing. Oh. Yeah. And having people level up at different times. One like, of my favorite fun. things in playing as a kid was like, 
And all right, you get uh, 200 XP for that. And I would record it on my sheet. And then, like, I tell the GM when I level up. The right. GM yeah. Tell oh, me. yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, That's what I miss. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I wanted to do wow, it with yeah. something. Uh, curse. Uh, no, uh, the curse. Echo Quest. Definitely Curse. Oh, e- Echo curse. Quest. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, yeah, it's. What do you think Bilbo's class would be? Rogue. Uh, rogue. Straight rogue? No yeah. multi- multi-class dip? He's a burglar. Thief. Uh, no, I think straight rogue. I don't think he would ever multi-class. Like, he never does enough combat to, you know, justify anything. Yeah, that's that's it. Rogue. Do you ever grant... Part- With a bunch of points in UMD. Yeah. <laughs> Do you ever grant partial experience for, like, escaping a battle? Because in real life, that's experience. You you survived, you learned something, you realized how to get out. Like it, I, But I don't feel like adventures are often written. Like, they get 25% experience if they escape this boss battle. Yeah, my way of doing leveling, I should probably just reveal it at some point, is it's very different. Like, sometimes, it's not really, it's not milestone-based, and it's not full XP-based. It's somewhere in the middle. Uh... <laughs> It's it's half XP based. <laughs> it's half XP based. <laughs> that would like, that would explain a lot. Sometimes I'll be I'll I'll look at the milestone. I'll see where you guys are at, and then I'll go back and track all the experience you've done since the last time you leveled up. And I do the math, and I see like how close you are to the milestone, and then I just make judgments based on like how good is the role playing, how good is this, that stuff like that. Um, it's exhausting. Milestone leveling is a lot easier, but uh, you know we've also dealt with parties coming in at different levels back in the day. Mm-hmm. Remember, we had like some characters were that's when I like I had spreadsheets where I was adding the XP. Yeah, and everything. Yeah. Uh, but anyways, potion of cure series. For <laughs> okay, <laughs> plus three half plate. Ooh, Ooh, nice. Plus three heavy steel shield. Ooh. Plus two vicious. Heavy pick. Ooh. <laughs> Don't sleep on that. Plus two vicious heavy pick. Tim Shell Slider would like that. Yeah, she'd love that. Bet she would. Three masterwork throwing axes. A pouch with coins and gems worth 1,350 gold pieces. Ooh. And uh, here's a good one in case anybody's pants need uh, help <laughs> being held up. A belt of physical might Ooh. plus four. Ooh. That adds Sweet. a plus four to strength and con. Wow. Wow. All right. Ready to move on? That is the general. That was just the general? Yeah, that was wow. just. What a badass. He's rich. That's awesome. <laughs> Seriously, he's Why like was a he... legendary orc. <laughs> I know. I feel like we didn't get to meet him enough. Yeah. You're too busy killing. The two chieftains had, uh, uh, they had uh, two potions of cure moderate each. So four potions of cure moderate. A, uh, uh, they were wearing plus two full plate. They had a plus one orc double axe. Masterwork composite short bow with a plus four strength rating. Um, and some gold that you don't care about. Split those potions like, of cure mod. I, I care. Uh, 88 gold pieces each. Yeah. <laughs> See, that's tip money for the skycaps on our way home. <laughs> yeah, someone's going to have to park this thing. Some of the ballet. <laughs> Buy yourself. No, thank you, sir. 88 yeah. gold pieces. <laughs> you really need a professional thank to you, park sir. a sky castle. <laughs> Cloud castle. Yeah, the ballets will be parked the castle. <laughs> and the pig didn't have anything. And the uh, the orcs... Nothing, nothing, nothing of interest. Okay. So yet again, you stand in a room full of dead bodies. Two doors leading out. One to the south and one to the weast. The Diane Weast. (laughs) Nestor is standing in the midst of this carnage and he's just like, this really takes me back, you know? This is great. Like standing in a room full of all corpses, blood everywhere. Makes me feel young again. I love it. Too bad you missed some of it. Saw you fall there. Yeah, well, I knew you were you were a very capable lot, you know. And uh, you know, leave them wanting more, as they say. Who says that? Me old dad. Ah. Oh. Till uh well very sad story, won't go into that again. I for one look forward to a day when I don't have to stand in a room like this. I'm tired of death. But what must be done must be done. I will see it through. 
then I don't wish to see anything like this again. And he's particularly looking at, like, the lower-leveled orcs that just got annihilated by Metra. You know, he's just like, there's just no... It's just... Uh, massacre. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, of... Uh, not innocence, of course, but, like... Very little Of people honor. that were led astray by, you know, leader after leader that were just pieces of shit. And, um, Even they think they're here to align with the Storm Tyrant. But if the... Uh Gorniak downstairs was correct. The Storm Tyrant is, looks at them as trash. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, talk about being led astray. And Baron, you very wisely, um, but perhaps cowardly, did not accept his offer for single combat, uh, having seen how that went with your old buddy Lork back in the day. Do you feel anything from his dying words to you? I think I, um, Baron hears what Sir Will says about looking forward to a day where this doesn't need to be seen anymore, experienced by him. And he thinks about how I used to take great pleasure in revenge against orcs and giants and anyone who stood in my way. But nowadays I just see a sea of pawns being manipulated by the storm tyrant. I take no pleasure in these kills. Um, no pleasure either, but what must be done must be done. No, but yeah. like you know, he he challenged you to single combat, and you were like, "No, I'll just shoot you with a gun," which I mean makes total sense to me. But I just figured that like with you and your morality, which mystifies me. If I don't know if it would make you feel like guilty on some level, I just don't know. Like, I don't I don't understand your mindset in the least. I'm I'm curious. To, as to why I refused No, not him? Easy. No, I totally understand why he refused. It's like, you have a gun. He doesn't. Fucking kill him. I just don't know whether... I mean, illuminate me. Whether you would feel guilty on some level sort of rejecting a, a, a legitimate challenge to a duel on certain grounds if that makes you feel like less of a dwarf or whatever. Like, I don't know. Nothing um, makes me feel like less of a dwarf, Nestor. We were on even playing field with his weapon of choice that he trained with his entire life and me with mine. Were we to take away our weapons that we were trained in the ways of death with, he would have the upper hand because he was born stronger than me. I am not afraid to say that I was not born as strong as an orc. All right. That's that literally all I wanted to know. I'm still learning. Yeah. I'm still learning, like, what makes you tick. And it's just, I'm sort of trying to piece it together from anecdotal sort of evidence. And, I mean, it was very helpful. Thank you. Sure. I, I don't see any uh, valor whatsoever in allowing someone much stronger than me to strangle me to death. Yeah, see, then I think there, there is some common ground between the two of us. Yeah. You know, despite what people might think, he looks at Metra. So, <laughs> Metro looks behind her. Like, <laughs> is there someone back there? How many people do you think Baron has personally killed? Oh, Jesus. Wow. Oh, man. It's, it's a five, body count. Five and, five, and half, five and a half books, and you've done a lot of killing blows. It's like John Wesley Harden look like Mother Teresa. I like how quickly you could catch up to the body count, though, if we found a couple more rooms filled with orcs and just a chain lightning chain or a fireball. Yeah. You'd be up there pretty quick. You're a demigod now, basically. Yeah. I mean, 15th level now? Yeah, 16th level sorcerer is no joke. That's not a joke. Yeah, it's going to take a big accident for you to die. It's not, that's not true. I mean, she, I'm pretty squishy. I'm not wearing armor. Yeah. So, you know, the wrong, the wrong, you know, a mistake at the wrong time. Bad luck. Bad luck on a roll. I don't get the cast defensively off. Or just an ambush. Yeah. 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 <laughs> As I'm prepping these remaining encounters in the book, I'm like, how do these people not just kill them? And the thing is, is you roll higher initiative, you kill them first. Yep. That's it. That's the game at this level. Um, you know, part of my strategy sometimes is just trying to make it to the second round. See if I can let something off. But I mean, it, it, there are deadly, deadly encounters left as we get closer to the end. And so even though you made, sh- not short work, but... Uh, easy work when you consider the size of this uh you know battle um you all have to know that like darkness is coming hmm. how is everyone feeling is anyone injured I, sir will comes trotting up 
I am a bit injured. Yes, thank you. Thank you, Sir Will. Yeah, a bit. A bit. Feel a bit off. Come, gather round. I hurt my ankles slightly when I fell and landed at the base of the chimney. I believe I, I, believe I can handle that. Oh, lovely. What about you, Sheriff? Are you injured? I am injured, uh, and I think I can help out with this uh, wand. Um, and we have what I believe is one wand with 50 charges left. Hmm. Cure light. All right, well, don't burn it just yet. Let me do one. Um, so I'll say, gather around and say a brief prayer. <laughs> He's talking to himself. <laughs> and I will say a prayer to the inheritor that she see us through the dangers yet to come. Uh, okay, so that is... Uh, 20 awesome five points of healing uh, channel positive energy excellent that's plenty for me 25 points of holy healing to the group uh, that's so close for me I'm fine I'm lower so I'm gonna burn some level one spells on myself and should be good after that and keep the wand where it is which way are you thinking of going here? You've got two options unless you go back up the chimney. It sounds like the only way to go is two-time Oscar winner Diane Weist. Uh, <laughs> you are a Weist fan. Who isn't? She's great. She's great. Uh, sorry, it was... Shh, don't speak. <laughs> sorry, it's 28, not 25. So just oh. Oh. yourself three more. Oh, nice. Ooh. All right. What's your favorite Diane Weist movie, Matthew? I don't know. Um... Or roll, maybe. It's a good question. Bullets over Broadway. I mean, I mean, she's amazing in all those movies. I, I, did you see her? Did you see? Um, I care a lot. Actually, no. The movie is called I Care a Lot. It's I on Netflix now, right? Yes, she play, the, she the part she plays is you think she's playing a kind of generic Diane Weesty part, and then she actually gets to do something really fun. It's oh. Okay. Not she's, my favorite, but she's definitely amazing in Bolts Over Broadway. Did she win the Oscar? Yes. Yeah, yeah, she did. But I don't like that film as much as as Woody's other movies. Uh, Hannah and Her Sisters is my favorite mm. one that she's in. She won the Oscar for that too because I love that movie. Edward Scissorhands for me. Um, Edward Scissorhands. <laughs> her finest hour. Also, the well, how many seasons did she do on Law and Order as the DA? She it was like only, oh, it was right. only a few. Mm. Joe, quick Diane Weist favorite film. Parenthood. He doesn't know she is. Never, <laughs> never seen her in my life. We just named six movies that she, six major yeah, you, movies that she's in. I didn't listen to one thing. I didn't have even heard you talking for the last what three minutes. He I does just zone been, out. I've he, been looking at the roll twenty map. He gets focused. To, you know this. He yeah. gets focused on one something thing at a time. and that's it. Oh, I know Diane Weiss. Yeah, you know. <laughs> now let me look up what my favorite movie is first. <laughs> The birdcage. Uh, she is in the birdcage. She is in the bird. <laughs> Bullets over Broadway. Uh, <laughs> Welcome to the conversation. For five minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> what a weird brain. <laughs> I, I, I would enjoy the rest of if the rest of the episode is just Joe idly rolling through Diane Weiss credits and being like, "Oh, yeah. she was in oh, this, so she is movie. in this new movie called I Care a Lot that I've seen on Netflix. Oh <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh Oh, oh God. God! I care a lot. Has that woman that I can't, I can't, uh, I can't tolerate after uh, Gone Girl. Oh, uh, uh, Michelle Rosman Pike. Yeah, Rosman Pike. Like oh, ever since oh. Gone Girl, she just she's gives really me the good. shudders. Oh, so oh, like, oh, oh, yeah, she's really good. And I care a lot. <laughs> she's so scary. So you want to go to the West? Uh, yeah. Uh, I believe, the West. It, I believe the word is weast. You, wanna go to, you guys want to go to the weast? <laughs> is it worth you listening? <laughs> go weast, young man. <laughs> Shoot some bullets over this Broadway. <laughs> you walk up to this huge door. The Weastern door. The Weastern door. The door to the weast. <laughs> the door to the weast. It's uh, 10 feet wide, 10 feet tall. Big old door like all the doors you've come across in Zephyr Hall. Now called Ironclad Keep. What do you do? Who opens? So Willamette will do a perception check as he gets close. We'll lean in. See if you can hear any danger. Fourteen. You don't hear anything. A Baron will do his own perception check knowing that... Sheriff! I've got it. <laughs> Fear not. Please, Will. Please, just wait one moment, please. Iomade herself blesses my ears. <laughs> 
Uh, that is going to be a 43. You are such a dick. <laughs> you don't hear anything. Open the door. Uh, okay. I will open the door. He puts the lance in his off head for a second. Uh, leans over from Lexington and opens the door. You open the door <gasps> and you see a small room. And to the southern part of the room that takes up most of the western half of the room is a massive wooden stairway leading up. There's also a door right at the uh, beginning of the staircase leading further south. Uh, Sir Will is going to uh, do a perception check. Uh, Trot into the room, do a perception, see if he sees anything else. That is a 15. No. Uh, and to the north, you notice uh, another window, like leading. These windows are so out on the air. So weird. They're all like triangles. Well, they're like they're like windows in castles where they have extraordinarily thick walls. They're defensive, like uh, apertures. So it's like you can. You're sitting inside, like you have a wider field of view than someone looking in. Yeah, but yeah, the wall's fifteen feet thick here. A while. Uh, okay. Sir Will is going to look back at Baron, nod his face ahead, not saying anything to the southern door, and then slowly trot. Come on, Lexington. I love it. Stay calm, boy. And he's going to go to the south, trotting along. Now he gets to the stairs, and just before he crosses in front, he's going to do another perception, listening before he crosses in front of the stairs for any noise up the stairs. Uh, that is a 20. Uh, you listen and look up uh, the staircase, and uh, I mean, it's it's huge. Um, the next floor, you know, would be another, what, 50 feet uh, ahead, so you don't hear anything up there. And we assume that that is the fire giants? Um, that, does that make sense? Do you have a dungeoneering? Uh, no. No. Yeah, I mean... Uh, but I mean, that's they were right above the orcs, right? Yeah, that okay, was generally was. where they would be. Um, you're not 100% sure with the way the castle is shaped, if that would lead directly up or not. But there was no staircase leading up in the uh, room. In that room, works. right. Uh, just the secret fireplace entrance. I was just trying to remember level by level. Yeah. So yep. okay. so it may, it may uh, or it may lead to the room just to the west of the fire giant room. And sorry, what's the triangular alcove in the north? I, I may window. have sound out. Window. 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 Yeah. Okay. Uh, Sir Will will turn on his saddle back to the group who's about 40 feet behind him uh, and just nod again to the southern door. Is that where everybody wants to go? Do you want to keep going south? Yeah, yeah. south is good. Okay. He's going to come up to that door slowly and do another perception. Uh, that is a an 11. You don't hear anything. He'll open it. Okay. Wait, perhaps... Not, not to disparage your perceptive abilities, but I, I might feel more comfortable if Baron took a shot as well before we open the door. Just, you know, it's just a redundancy, you know, just like to cover our... Uh, I'm not as good as spotting these traps, Nesta. You might want to take a look just in case. Oh, well, I mean... It's more your area of expertise. I didn't want to, you know, shove myself into the conversation, but if I'm invited, certainly... Oh, the work of devious, treacherous miscreants. It's much, something you're much more familiar with. <laughs> now, I, I blush at such flattery. <laughs> uh, that is a 30 perception, 37 for traps. Okay. The door doesn't appear to be trapped. It does appear to be unlocked. Um, you can see from the way the map has been revealed mm. that most likely whatever room here is to the south is connected to that room that Metra saw on the ethereal plane after she climbed the staircase to the battlements and then went through what looked like the main, uh, or came right up to the main door of the building, which I'll ping for you here. It's, it's about 40 feet away. Looked like the main entrance to Zephyr Hall. Uh, there were statues that she could kind of see, but again, she was on the ethereal plane. Everything was in black and white, and she was moving quickly. So and There were guards in that room, right? Remembering then back to when you were doing some scouting on the ethereal plane, it is most likely that you saw those guards in the room that you're about to walk into. And with Nestor's perception check, he does hear some shuffling and whispers. 
bit of shuffling whispers on the other side of the door. Draw your own conclusions. (laughs) (laughs) Sir Willamette moves the lance over to his primary hand, gets it braced up against his leg, pointed straight up, and gets ready for a fight. He's just going to come back about 15 feet from the door and stand there, wait for the lead of the sheriff for what's next. Here's something I've always wondered about. Are you high enough bonus-wise to where, like, a touch of law before we open a door would be beneficial to you or be bad to auto-roll an 11? Uh, you mean for, like, an attack? Yeah. Uh, All your yeah, d20s. always hit on an 11, yeah. Like, if it was, like, a charge or something like that, yeah. So, let me just see one more time. Since but it only lasts one round. So. Yeah, and so you, the only way that would actually work is if you open the door and went right into initiative, which you may very well do. Yeah, the, the only I mean, way it would work is if you used your first round to do that, which is like, that's a lot for you to use in your first round. Well, I could use the surprise round for it. You know what I mean? Like, I could be positioned next to you as we open the door. Yeah, but it's still a, it's a surprise round. So then when I would get my surprise round, I, I oh, it wouldn't happen be in a position on that round. Tag. Right, yeah. right, right. Okay. Uh, yeah, then Baron will open the door. Baron opens the with door. The, with the stealth gloves. Hold on a second. Sir Will wants a clear path here uh, as much as possible. So if unless somebody really wants to be next to Baron at the door and in front of him, I would suggest sliding it. Like Metro, could you get behind Baron? There you go. And Don't I'll move tell up a little bit. what to do. Whispering gloves on the door, stealthy open. Here comes the stealth. 19 on the stealth. Oh. <sighs> Terrible roll. Wow. But the door. Oh, no! The entire door is under the effects of a silent spell as it's written by the Whispering Gloves. This is very true. (laughs) You open the door. Natural two. Quietly. And you see. Hallway (gasps) leading down into a lit room. Stretches about, I don't know, 60 to 80 feet. It opens a little bit to the west and a little bit to the east. You see no enemy. Okay. And there is, we know there's a pair of double doors on the, the, to the west. To the west, <laughs> that, we, yes. that we have revealed earlier. Yes, and we're all friends here. I can show you that... that Little that fifteen yeah. feet. <laughs> could you just? Foot wide. <laughs> could you just? There we oh, go. thank there we you. Go. I feel so much better. That represents our imaginations filling it in, even <laughs> right. though we can't see it right now. That would be a really weird closet right before those double doors. <laughs> it's it's like an airlock. A, so I've, I've but, you know, we've done that before. That has happened before, where it's yeah. like you're sitting at the double doors for ten minutes strategizing, and you open it, and it's ten <laughs> feet to another little, double door. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's true. Um, all right. Yes. So that's what you see. Again, what did I say? I said about 60, 80. I'll give you our listening audience, which is everyone, a more accurate count. 65 feet um, from where Baron is standing to the far wall. Uh, any other flavor I can give you from there? There are wood panels uh, on the back wall there. You see one of them. Uh, and there's a tapestry as well. And it looks full of bright colors with like uh, images of a sun rising over the horizon. Man, sounds maybe like some, my old rec room. <laughs> maybe some bar reliefs. Uh, we heard no change in the enemies. Like Nestor heard them like walking around. When we opened the door, we didn't hear like, and no. everything stopped. You didn't hear, Shh. everybody shut up. Here's some shifting and whispering. All right, but, he's going to, Nestor will look, or um, Sir Will will look up to Metra looking ahead and seeing that it goes around a corner. He's mounted atop Lexington, so maybe they're of a similar height, and he turns to her and he says, Perhaps, uh, invisibility would be in order. He looks back to Nestor. He could get a look. Get a jump on them. Um, I can make you invisible. Let's see here. How many spells I got left? Day. Oh, yeah, where are we on the day? I don't seem like I've used much at all. I can't remember I think the you, last. I've used a fair amount of spells. I feel like, oh, okay. I thought you rested right before you went in. But then again, you burned a lot of spells in that fight with the orcs. Yeah. I yeah. can't remember the last time you rested. No, I've used a fair amount of spells here. Uh, but, you know, I can you close the door and rest real quick? 
I'll, I'll make Nestor invisible. Regular invisibility so he doesn't have to count the rounds. Okay. All right, cool. Thank you. Um, which means you'll become visible when you attack, so for right now it might be good to just, yeah, just use it to take around. a beak, peek and then tell us what you see. I'm quite silent, so yeah. So he's going to I'm gonna do a stealth check. Lexington, stay completely still. Uh, 52 stealth. Okay. Uh, and he's going to work his way pad silently silent as the night down this corridor and into the room to see what he can see of course um, while moving stealth goes down to plus 20 plus 20 yes to to negative 10 (laughs) but you're still with a 52 even with the penalties for movement I also have the fast stealth talent now too so oh and that lets you I can move at full speed while while stealthed Huge. Yeah. My so, understanding of it is it's a plus 20 on top of your stealth. Right. Yes. To move when you're invisible. Yeah. And, and plus 40 exactly. when you're not moving. It's, right. Because well, it does make sense. If you're not moving, how could anyone yeah, well, ever right. see you? <laughs> can't. Unless you have true seeing. Unless you like have you ate a bunch of garlic for lunch and you, right. you can smell like a, a something. Go by. Yeah. Smell an I mean, Italian fair, in here. Something wrong here. We haven't bathed in quite a while, I'm sure. That's true yeah. as well. But neither is anyone else. I hate really. Yeah. I hate digging into that part of like role playing fantasy, like making like real. We've true, never bathed. Middle ages. We have yes, never exactly. bathed over the course, or really gone to the bathroom. Actually, over the course of, I did role play Dogrith bathing in the cathedral. I remember. Oh. I remember specifically wearing a towel and watching Jimmer uh, <laughs> uh, train after getting a bath. Well, it's funny <laughs> games like Witcher, uh, The Witcher, and um, Red Dead Redemption have yeah. made such an art out of the the bath. The, yeah, I it's love that ritual bath. of it. I love it. It's so great for RPing like in a video game. I love it. Yeah. There's nothing better than uh, a freshly cleaned Arthur Morgan. Love it. The best. The best. <laughs> Uh, all right. All right. Nestor slides up there. And here's the thing. A couple things are going to happen. Oh no. oh, no. You look down this long rectangular room go. and you see three cloud giants. Oh! Those dudes are big. Three big old cloud giants. You haven't fought these guys. I believe I could be wrong since you first came in. They were the ones that were uh, manning on the, the ballistas on the platforms. Yeah, yeah. I don't think you've uh, fought any others uh, so far. You know, original inhabitants of, of uh, Zephyr Hall that have uh, been taken under the wing of the storm timer that join the rebellion against uh, Renfall and the remaining people that were loyal to the former leader of Zephyr Hall. I think his name was Azarth. I'd have to look it up. You see three of them. This room, I can now uh, tell you, it's sparsely furnished, but densely decorated with these bas-reliefs that Baron saw. Carved wood panels, there's about six of them, and tapestries everywhere showing bright, bright colors and themes of sunrise all over the place. That's the overwhelming theme of this place. Sunrise. What? Is this the little girl I carried? <laughs> Three people enjoyed that <laughs> joke. Every time I do a glass cannon live, there's at least one person who comes up to me and, and tells me to keep it up with the musical theater references. So that was for I was going to say, three people enjoyed it, and I wasn't one of them. <laughs> I just gasped because I know the couple things that are going to happen. Oh, no. What? And it's very, very bad. Oh, no. I don't know if you do know. Yeah. I think I do. I don't know if Troy knows if you don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I think I know. Yeah. Well, I will say you see a door leading to the south. Mm -hmm. You see a door leading to the east. And the cloud giant that was standing to the door to the east, it looks like he was waiting in case you came in that way. And the one that is 10 feet away from you is like got a hand up. As if to say, some idiot just opened the door. They're coming this way. And so they're all focusing their attention on this hallway. They don't see you coming down. (laughs) However, right when you get within 10 feet of this guy, he goes. And then they all start smelling. You have one action. What would you like to do? Uh, I'm going to book it back through the door. And, uh. As soon as I get within whispering distance of the group, it's just like, they're coming. They're coming. 
roll for initiative. Okay. Yeah, okay, so I was wrong. That's how I thought that they saw invisibility. I thought I remembered this from the ballista. It's like they could see us flying invisible and shit. Or maybe that was the tower guards, but... No, they, they could. You are correct. So I remember, like, you made Dalgrith, like, greater invisible in that fight, and then you were like, yeah, he can just see you. If you remember, as you were climbing the chain, they were firing at you yeah. while you were invisible. Um, but in this case... It seems like they couldn't see Nestor, but they could smell him. Okay. All right. So they've got scent. Uh, I'm glad you rolled those appropriate <laughs> yeah. die for all the scent mechanics and did it correctly. Happy to see that. <laughs> they can sense. They can smell. It's just a move action to know ex- the exact direction. So they smelled. Nestor's stinky crotch. Stinky poo. <laughs> He's got poop. And he rolled in there. Oh, no. My diaper. My diaper. I knew we should have changed it. <laughs> Why didn't you change me? <laughs> that is your responsibility. <laughs> I can't be <laughs> responsible for my own changing. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, this is going to be big. Baron, what'd you roll? 27. Ooh, yes. Good hey, start. Good start. Will? Uh, 12. 12. Nestor? 22. 22. Metra? 16. 16. Round one. Baron. Baron is going to swift action call down his final judgment of the day. We'll activate a judgment of sacred destruction. Uh, I assume Nestor whispered cloud giants as he walked by. Yeah. And uh, we'll also pull down judgment of sacred protection plus two. He is going to take a five foot step backwards towards Sir Will. And will cast a spell on Sir Will, which is Lend Judgment. You can choose between the plus two to your AC or the plus four to damage. And uh, it will last the rest of the battle. Wow. Wow. Cool. Uh, Which one is it? Your choice. I'm sorry, what's it called? Like, so I can put it into Uh, a lab? Sure. It's a judgment of... Sacred protection plus two, or a judgment of sacred destruction plus four. Uh, okay, very cool. And I have to decide now, or I decide each round. I believe you decide now. Yeah, because it's just one judgment, right? Yeah. So you, uh, uh, that ally gains the benefit of one of your active judgments. Uh, and what kind of bonus is it? Is chosen it a- when I cast this spell, so you should choose now. And is it a sacred bonus? Uh, yes. Yes, question mark. <laughs> uh, da, 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 bonus increases. Yes, it's safe. Uh, I will take AC. I will take AC. Okay, great. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, baby. It, it's a sacred bonus to AC. Little buff from your old buddy Baron. Uh, is that the end of your turn? Uh, yeah, I don't think there's any other skills or abilities I can do. So that is it. It is Nestor's turn. Nestor. Oh, wow. Um, I'm going to delay. You will delay. It is Metra's turn. Uh, I'm going to cast haste on everybody. Haste. Oh, yes. (laughs) Haste on everybody. Sir Will. Why are you going to me? Why aren't you letting them go? Why aren't you letting them go? (laughs) I know they didn't roll below a 12, LaValle. You don't know. Wait, do I have a... You stop from the power of Torag! He's going to... His head goes down ever so slightly. And he mumbles a prayer to Iomade to protect him. And he's going to cast Iron Skin on himself. Oh, nice. Which is going to give him a... It's a plus four? It's going to give him a bigger than that Ooh. because it scales. Oh, so it's cool. going to give him a big natural armor bonus. So, like around his uh, metal armor, you start to see this like scaling uh, form all around. Any skin that's exposed is like hardening into iron. It's like Colossus. Yes, he's. he's <laughs> I mean, he starts to look like a yeah full metal warrior, and he just like slowly pitches his head up. Um, wait, what was, what was your initiative, Metra? 16. And what did you do? Delayed? Haste. 
Haste. Right, right, right. Uh, all right, I have to add that. Okay. Uh, and yeah, then don't forget that AC bone. Yeah, so yeah, he... Will that stack with iron skin? Yeah. Yeah. Wait. Oh, haste? Yeah. Well, yeah. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Here because that's, haste, a, haste, that's a dodge bonus. Haste is a dodge bonus. His is a secret bonus. This is natural, natural armor. Natural bonus. Great. So, yeah, it's stacking. Uh, so, yeah. And then he's going to slowly tilt his head up. No, seeing we're all standing there waiting and getting the sense from a military standpoint that they're all standing there waiting. He's just going to pitch his head up and say, Subtix of Volsus! And he's going to try to throw his voice and make it sound bigger than he actually is. Your time has come. Lay down your arms, and we shall consider letting you live. Otherwise, prepare to die in Iomade's name. And like Lexington is like getting all jumpy and like scratching at the floor. <laughs> and he's just holding Lexington back. <laughs> Round two. Baron's turn. Um, Baron will tag on to what Sir Will said and said, You had a sacred duty to the priest of Govzra, Renfall. I know you trained with him. I saw your training grounds. Lay down your profane alliance with the storm tyrant and go in peace. If not face our wrath. He holds back his own mount that just appeared underneath his legs. <laughs> stay back! Stay back! <laughs> and uh, when nothing happens... Um, do, do, do. This is stressful. I know. <laughs> I hate it when he does this. It is the worst. Whenever he decides, sometimes, on a rare occasion, he decides to play really well. <laughs> and it's very frustrating. And the monsters are simple. It's usually when I do that. They don't have a lot of abilities. Except smash! <laughs> Except smash and... Giant smash! Smash and crash. <laughs> um, he's going to cast long shot on himself. Okay. And uh, that's going to be his turn. All right. Why don't we move on to old Nestor Coin? Help! From last round. Uh, Nestor, yeah, I just, I don't have a shot, so. I'm still invisible, though. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Ooh. Mm-hmm. The only thing I would say is, Sir Will, is you, you can just, like, don't get in front of him. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? It's like, you see Lexington's, like, rearing up. Is it greater invisibility? No, it's regular. Regular. Uh, so, yeah, he just shouts out. Uh, then giantish, whatever the giantish equivalent of Oli Oli Octin Free! <laughs> We're waiting for you, warriors! Come out to play, eh? <laughs> clink, clink, clink. Yeah, he's clinking the bottles. Metra. Getting a lot of time to buff here, which is nice. You just want us to drain our spells, don't you? Oh, you do whatever you want. This is a real <laughs> battle! <laughs> you know they're there, they know you're there. Uh, this feels like a Quentin Tarantino scene. Like, it feels like a, like, bad, like, no one wants to take the first shot type of thing. Yeah. Like, two people are just freaking out around the corner from each other. Metro's going to ready an action. Okay. I'm not going to tell you what the action is. Okay. Sure that I can trust you. Sir Will? Sir Will? <laughs> you son of a bitch. He's just going to... I'm sorry. Baron... Metra, Lexington cannot be held back. This fight must begin now. <laughs> oh, call down the hallway. Cowards! Death has come to meet you. And he unleashes Lexington and is just going to charge at the first dude. <laughs> Which is, uh, you just gotta tell me if I can hit him like there? Does that make sense? So he's around the corner, but from where you are angled, uh, you do have the ability to charge right to the edge there and then strike out at this dude. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'll say you can hit him from there. I'll give him a plus two to his AC around the corner there. Um, okay. Got that wooden panel around the corner. Just a tiny little boost. Skewer him! You know what? I'm not even going to give him that. You, you've got a clean shot. The That's way, okay. I don't the mind. The way the wall is. I was just put. wondering some mechanics here. I was wondering if... Could I see him? No. 
Alright, so I can't cast Smite Evil on him. I mean, I can't use a Swifty for Smite Evil in between to, the charge and the strike, right? Do you need to see the creature to cast Smite Evil? I would assume so, but like, my question is like, could I cast it... Mid-charge? Mid-charge. It's a swift action. You can do it anytime you can do a free action. Once I see him, can I do it? Anyway, you know what? Do it's, we know they're evil? Cause I, th- I like, think they, they are. Well, well cloud giants aren't, they're neutral normally, right? Yeah, so. and, and Menfall was, certainly was not evil. Right. Oh, okay, that's interesting. All right, well, regardless, for this round, let me just go and hit. Um, or try to hit. Okay, here we go. He charges in. Oh, Natural one. No, no, no. You played right in the choice hand, and then you couldn't even damage the I creature. can't believe I rolled a natural. I haven't rolled a natty one in a minute. To, uh, to confirm, I'm so angry that I didn't use my action to cast Touch of Law like a disgust on oh, before. I made God, it through the whole right. thing. I, I, I thought you decided against it. Like, I, I thought, like, I, but I was thinking I didn't think it adjusted out of surprise rounds now, so I didn't think about it. I should have. Oh my god, I want to redo my turn. It's alright, I did not fumble. I don't think. Well, I don't know. What would you roll? 35. Not a fumble. Okay. Alright, not a fumble. It is. But it is a, a miss. miss. God, why didn't I do that? Oh. oh, God. When you get there, you see that the doors to the west are barred from the inside, and there are peepholes that they could use to look out the door ah. uh, at people that would have been coming in. Barred how? Like a horizontal bar? Yeah, one horizontal, big bar? Very similar to the, the barred doors downstairs. Okay. Same same mechanics. Um, so, had Metro been corporeal and tried to get through there, they could have been watching and gone after her. But, obviously, on the ethereal plane, she was safe. You also see uh, that the giant, uh, the cloud giant to the, to the east had gone over to the door there and opened it up last round. So you think, oh, he was going to come around the long way oh, and cool. attack us on two fronts. But now, of course, you're right there, and you're right next to one of the cloud giants, and he unleashes a full attack on you. Come on. By the power of my overdrive, and what's his name? Steve. Torek? Torek. Torog. 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 And Steve. But Power in her only union with Steve. <laughs> Please protect me. He has a gargantuan morning star <gasps> in his hand, by the way. This is an oversized weapon for a huge creature. They, of course, have an ability that allows them to use it. So with this gargantuan morning, morning star and a 39 strength, oh, what? he swings at you three times. Oh. First attack. 36 to hit. Miss. Oh, my God. It's just Lexington, like, he scrapes into the tile as we're knocked back and then right back up into position. Second attack. Miss. Yes! 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 The bulwark against evil! <laughs> Third you shall break against me! <laughs> and I shall stand like waves against rocks! <laughs> Third attack. Cracked eye. Ugh. Critical threat, but I don't think it'll hit you because it's the lowest uh, possible bonus. Um, that is going to be a 36. It's a miss. Yes. It's a miss. Uh, <laughs> So he misses with all three attacks. (laughs) Yes! Yeah! The giant in the middle of the room now goes. And he just points at Sir Will. Oh, no. And all of you are watching. Sir Will came flying down there to try and lance the cloud giant. The cloud giant swings three times. Sir Will blocks all of it. But then all of a sudden... Fog begins to fill up the hallway, and Sir Will disappears. Oh, Oh. God, that's... Why do you want this combat to last five episodes? (laughs) And we'll see you next week. Serious over-under, three episodes. Yeah, I'm saying this combat is It's like we're in San Francisco. You know what we're doing? Uh, We're starting episode 300, because that's where we'll be. (laughs) Episode 300 starts, we'll be in this room. We will finish it next week. (laughs) No matter how long it takes... (laughs) 
The Glass Cannon Podcast is a Glass Cannon Network production and is an officially licensed partner of Paizo Incorporated. Giant Slayer is copyright 2015. Giant Slayer and the Pathfinder Adventure Path are trademarks of Paizo. All Pathfinder images are property of Paizo and are used with permission. On a summer night, Douglas Wagg Jr. lay motionless across a strip of railroad tracks before being struck by an oncoming train. I'm investigative journalist Delia D'Ambra, and my investigation into exactly how Doug died took me into the depths of a bizarre mystery. It was really hard to understand what was fact and what wasn't. A mystery that has led me from one suspicious death to another. Listen to CounterClock now, wherever you listen to podcasts. Welcome to a journey into the heart of the Texas Renaissance Festival, the nation's largest and rowdiest celebration of medieval fantasy. But what lurks beneath the facade of tights and turkey legs? Well, we dove deep into the empire to uncover a history marred by mystery and misconduct, murders, assaults, and other crimes that tarnish its legacy. This isn't just a fairy tale. It's a cautionary tale of power, fantasy, and the consequences that follow when they all collide. Search for Crime Waves Renaissance Texas on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you're listening now.